Get it together. Uh, there's a piece of paper beside you. I want you to do, what I, I want you to do something. Uh, it's over here. You got to get over here to do it. Um, I want you to write down a time that made you so angry. A time that you were just, it just, maddest time of your life. Preferably something that still makes you mad. If you don't have anything, well, come on, jot it down. We can't get started until you jot it down. Yeah, something that's made you mad in the past. Now hold on to them too because we're not going to let anybody see them. We're not going to share them. This is for you. But I want you to write down a time that you were so angry. A time that really, really upset you. Alright. Yeah, everybody got it? Got that time? If you got a bunch, just pick one. Just pick one. I had to do this exercise myself. <laughs> and I had to I had to pick out of a million. <laughs> Everybody got one though? Alright. Everybody on Facebook Live, you guys make sure you're doing this. We're gonna just we're gonna use the honor system with you guys. Um, but we'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Alright, I'm gonna go over four things. Um four things about anger with you. All right. Three of them are going to be some biblical stories. And one's going to be a lesson on how to face and control anger. But the first thing I want to talk about is anger. Anger can hurt the ones that are simply trying to help you. Right? <laughs> Solomon says yes. Anger can, can hurt the ones that are simply trying to help you. Let me find this. We're going to go to, if you got your Bible or your Bible app, we're going to go to Numbers chapter 22. Verse 21 through 33. And I'm reading out of the NLT version. But... <clears throat> So uh, 21 starts out, verse 21 it starts out, so the next morning Balaam, who was a prophet, he got up, he saddled his donkey, and started off with the Moabite officials. But God was angry that Balaam was going, so he sent an angel of the Lord to stand in the road to block his way. As Balaam and two servants were riding along, have you ever been in that position where you're with your two buddies, and you're just going on your way, you're having a good time, and nothing, you know... Nothing out of the ordinary, just having a good time, minding my own business. We've all used that phrase. There I was, just minding my own business. <laughs> That's how I pictured this when I was, when I was uh, <clears throat> reading it. But Balaam and his two servants were riding. Balaam's donkey saw an angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. I'd be a little scared too. The donkey bolted off the road into the field. And, but Balaam beat it and turned it back onto the road. So immediately this donkey, you ever had that where maybe you're walking, because I, I, I have this all the time, my dog's a little schizo, 
But we take Loki out to, to, to use the restroom or something like that, and the wind blows in the wrong direction, and he just his hair stands up. And, and I think some people get a little bit perturbed about that. They get a little bit upset and everything. But sometimes he may see something that I didn't see. And I have to remind myself not to get angry at him. But, and I'm sure you guys have been in a similar situation. But instead, Balaam, what he did is he beat this, he beat this donkey. Then the angel of the Lord stood at a place where the road narrowed between two vineyard walls. Okay. Um, when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it tried to squeeze by and it crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So now his donkey has crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he's pinned up against the wall. Now, you ever been in that position where, you're, where you're, your animal your, or, or your kid or something has... Maybe here's a, here's a good scenario. I was uh, uh, I'm use my brother as an example. Uh, my brother's pretty good. I'm gonna use Hannah as an example. When we're moving stuff, when we are moving stuff, um, I love her to death. But when it is very complicated to move, stuff, and she knows this, but sometimes she might squish me up against the wall when we're back in, when I'm back in the couch in, and I have to fight from getting mad. And I can picture. Blom's donkey like that, like he's a little bit scared, doesn't know which way to go, and he's squishing this prophet up against the wall. And so, what does Blom do? He beats the donkey. All right, he gets really, really angry, and he beats the donkey. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Then the angel of the Lord moved further down the road and stood in a place too narrow for the, for the donkey to get by at all. This time when the donkey saw the angel, it lay down underneath Balaam. So it got scared and it laid down underneath Balaam, right? In a fit of rage, and this is what I want you to uh, pay attention to. In a fit of rage, Balaam beat the animal again. But this time he picked up his staff, all right? And it was this animal just simply trying to save his life and just beating him. And this, this is what's so cool about this because it's, it's, it's a revelation. Um, then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. <laughs> How many people get messed up by that, get wrecked by that? You're beating your dog or something like that? Are you beating some, something that's, that's made you upset and it turns around and it goes, Hey, what are you doing this to me for? And in the Bible, it doesn't. And we try to just stick to the to the script okay that's and that's what you need to do but my mind wonders sometimes like what what Balaam's face would have been like when the donkey turned around and asked him a question like hey whoa <laughs> what's going on here but the, the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak and so the donkey says what have I done to you that deserves your beating me three times You have made me look like a fool. I want to pause right there for a second because <clears throat> um, he's, he, he beat, the donkey says, what have I done to deserve this? And Balaam still can't see anything. He still can't understand it. The donkey said, uh, he says, you made me look like a fool. So this lets me know a couple of things about our anger sometimes. Sometimes when people make us look bad, maybe they embarrass us. We get a little bit angry about it. We get kind of in our feelings about it. Two, we're not paying attention. 
This whole time throughout this story, Balaam has never noticed that somebody that, some, that a bad thing was could happen. Something was in his path. He's never noticed that. A lot of times we're too busy looking at what we want to establish, what we want to get done, that we don't pay attention to what's in front of us, what kind of what what may be sent to harm us, right? And so when anything gets in our way, because we're so tunnel vision on what we want to do, we'll beat it. Smack it down. We'll just, I mean, whatever. We'll cut it off as a friend. You ever done that in your life? I have. And I, you know, I, my, the closer I get with my walk with God, I, I look back on these times and, and uh, you know, I hate that I, that, that, that I had to be that way um, to, to anybody, but... When, when I would get off my, when somebody would mess up what I had going on, I would, I, I didn't need them. You know? I have no idea how that made them feel. But it, let's go further into it. The donkey said, uh, I'm sorry. He said, you made me look like a fool, Balaam shouted. He said, if I had a sword with me, I would have killed you. Has somebody ever angered you that bad that you might have, that, that you took everything for their life? Everything that you could, you, every bad word, every every fist thrown. Balaam admits it here. He says, "If I would have had a sword, I surely would have killed you." And the donkey, I love it. He says, "Have I ever done anything like this before?" No, Balaam admitted. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and this is where I say this revelation. This is so good because immediately God gave him the, the, the vision to see that there was an angel of the Lord standing in the roadway. <laughs> He's reading it. Y'all get excited about the word like he does. But, <clears throat> so now the angel of the Lord says, why did you beat your donkey those three times, the angel of the Lord demanded? Look, I have come to block your. I, I look. I have come to block your way because you were stubborn, stubbornly resisting me. Three times the donkey saw me and shied away. Otherwise, I would certainly have killed you by now and spared the donkey. So the the story is is amazing because this the donkey the the Lord is the the angel of the Lord is confirming this. He says, "Surely I would have killed you." and spared the donkey. The donkey was the only thing saving your life. And you beat it. Alright, so anger, can, a lot of times, let's take some notes on that, on, the, on those, two, those two points. Anger, a lot of times, can mess up how we see things, and it can cause us to hurt people that are simply trying to help. This donkey was just doing, the only thing it was doing was trying to save his owner's life. And what what did what did he do? He got beat for it. So <clears throat> remember, note one: anger can hurt the ones that are simply trying to help you. Point two: anger can cause you to hurt your loved ones. It can cause you to hurt your own family. Anybody got any brothers or sisters in here? Yeah. Have you ever done anything better than you? really better than you when you felt like you did everything you could my brother had um, he was always I'll give you an example 
this. He was always uh, quicker. <clears throat> Come here. <laughs> I'll whisper with your dad. Um, he was always quicker at picking up on things than me. And sometimes that aggravated me. I used to skateboard. And I was actually, I thought I was pretty good at it. And um, I went and taught my brother how to ollie. Because that's about all I knew how to do. And uh, the next week, he was literally on a half pipe. And I was like, okay. But that's the story of my, my, my life. My brother and I, um, I, I taught him how to play guitar. He can, he can do way better things than me. All right. He won't admit that. My brother's really humble. But I, he's always been really quick to pick up on things where I haven't. It took me a long time to really uh, to, to figure stuff out. <clears throat> um, so, but anger, there's these times where when you, your brother or sister does better than you, it makes you angry. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little story in here in just a minute. Well, I'll tell you right now, I, I, was, I was angry as a kid when I was growing up. Um, I'll tell you one story. And my... <laughs> Shh. Hey. Um, my brother, he had... Um, he just wanted to... <laughs> he's playing... He's going to be like my brother. <laughs> he's going to pick up on it fast. <laughs> Everybody on Facebook Live, this is Jacob. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so one time, and, and this, this is where it's sad, because my brother, he, he always did things a little bit better and a little bit faster than me, but he, was, he, he always showed just sincere love. And so I'm gonna, we're going to jump into the story of Cain and Abel in a little bit. And a lot of times I, I try to relate in the Bible. Like when I'm reading the story, I try to figure out, you know, where, I've, where I fit in sometimes. And a lot of times during the story of Cain and Abel, um, I feel like I was Cain and my brother was Abel. Um, you know, one time I, I remember uh, beating my brother for no reason whatsoever um, just because he had, made me mad because he, he came in and said something in front of my friends and it just embarrassed me. And I, I went in and I did, I, you know, I, I, I beat him, but he, he still loves me. Thank God. Praise God. Uh, cause, uh, I got a really good brother, but I felt really bad, um, about that. And I was angry. I took most of, I took most of my anger out on my brother because he always wanted to be by my side. And so, this next, this next part is uh, number two. Anger can cause you to hurt loved ones. Is, of course, we're going to go into Cain and Abel. So if you go to Genesis chapter 4, verse 2 to 9, we're going to read over this. Later she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. You ever, this, is, this is part of the story. Like, you ever been at that point where you did something and you thought that it was good enough? 
you know it was just it was just enough but it was a little bit more than you wanted to do um, but it wasn't quite your best but you thought that you, sh- you still thought you deserved recognition for it and then maybe your brother chance did a little bit extra and got a got a little bit more um, recognition from it right God says why are you so angry Cain why do you look so dejected you will be accepted if you do what is right but if you refuse to do what is right then watch out see a lot of times we get angry and we'll hurt our loved ones because we see them do better or whatever insert whatever reason but it, God tells us right here it's so simple your gift and your your gifts and your what you have to offer this world will be accepted if you do what is right all right if you don't do what is right then it's not gonna, it's just not going to happen i think that's a very like that'll help you when we get further into this that'll help you with facing anger like when you understand that all you have to do is do what's right like don't don't shortcut it don't sneak in like what it you know justin this is i feel like this is enough you know don't shortcut it don't shortchange yourself if you do what is right you'll be accepted if you don't do what is right then watch out sin is crouching at the door eager to control you but you must subdue it and be its master all right i'm going to give you just a little nugget right there okay because this is and we're going to get into point four and I'm on facing anger. And I want to show you something. Because all, every, every point that I've got so far has something in it about you must subdue it and be its master. All right? that's, that's the text. That's the good book. That's not Justin. It sounds like a really good inspirational quote, though. And the Bible's full of them. But you must subdue it and be its master. So that means that I can control my anger. We'll get to that in just a second. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were there in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. Now, I I know that nobody here has gotten to that extreme part of their life where they wanted to kill their brother or kill somebody in the family. But this is how bad and how, how, how much of a grip this anger had on him just because how embarrassed his brother was that it, t- it caused him to go out and literally kill his brother. Now maybe you're like me and you, you haven't killed your brother, but maybe, maybe you've crushed him. And maybe it doesn't have to be your family member. Maybe it can be a good friend. Maybe you've crushed him out of anger. Okay, so the, the Bible's given us some pretty good pointers so far. So relate, all right? Figure, figure out, let's, let's, let's relate to some stuff. Because we don't have to physically kill our brother to be labeled angry. We could have done some really, really bad stuff to somebody with our words, with our fist. We could have kicked them out of the family. Okay, going on to point three. And this is my favorite point. Um, I love reading about this guy. Um, but anger can cost you things that God has in store for you in this life. All right. This is really, really important. This is my favorite person, but we're going to talk a little bit about Moses. All right. <clears throat> um, like I said before, I grew up a little bit angry, and it didn't show all the time. 
but like when it did, you ever been you ever been that kind of angry person where nobody really thought you were angry, but they just you know when you snapped at somebody, they're like, "Where'd that come from?" Okay, well, I had like seasons of my life. There was a season where I was just really angry at everybody and I just hated everything, and I don't know why. Can't explain it. But then there was a part after that where nobody I was just a really good kid but when you when I blew up on somebody I really blew up on somebody and my brother usually got the blunt of it but um if you read about Moses he kind of had the same problems they don't highlight it but I was reading through and I was picking I was picking out some stuff about Moses and a lot of people have these same kind of issues and so we're going to dissect a couple of different verses here. Um, and we're going to start out in Exodus chapter 2. But um, Exodus chapter 2, verse 11. Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews. Okay, this is when, this is when he grew up and he, he knew who his people were. Okay, he was, still, he was still an Egyptian. He was still heir to the Pharaoh. Okay, but he knew, he had, he had found out his people were the Hebrews. His people, like, were the ones that were being slaves right now. They were enslaved. <clears throat> so he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. And during his visit, he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. After looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptian and hid the body in the sand. The next day, when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. Why are you beating up your friend? Moses said to the one who had started the fight. The man who appointed you, or the man replied, Who appointed you to be our prince and our judge? Are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? And then Moses was afraid thinking everyone's going to know what I did. When you do stuff out of righteousness, the thought doesn't come up in your mind. Ooh, everybody's going to know what I did. i got to get out of here. When you do stuff out of anger, out of, out of that bad attitude that has a, uh, has a foothold on you, you do something careless. And see, he, he was um, carefully careless. He looked around to make sure that nobody was watching him. But he proceeded to sin anyways. He proceeded to... And, and so how angry do you have to be to go, you know what, God can't see me, I better do it. You know, how, how angry do you have to be to step out of the will of God, to step out and go, okay, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing here because I just can't see it anymore. I don't want, I, 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 can't, I can't do this anymore. And so he stepped out and he murdered an Egyptian. And when confronted about it, he was afraid and he ran off. When you don't do things out of sin and you don't do things that, that are wrong, you don't get, you don't get afraid. Alright, so I want you to pay attention to that because Moses, just like all of us, can have a little bit of an anger problem. Let me go back to another one. Exodus 32, 19 and 20. I'm going to give you a little prelim here. Moses was, was a... Moses was up on the on, on on the mountain talking to God, 
right? And he's doing something so historical, so, so amazing in the presence of God. He's getting, God's writing the Ten Commandments. And I think a lot of people, what they do is they, is they, um, they read over this part and they, they, they don't, I don't think they pay much attention to it. When they came near the camp, Moses saw the calf and the dancing and he burned with anger. So I want to give you a little insight. God, Moses just came down from the mountain after being in the presence of God and getting revealed God's law, the Ten Commandments on two, sta- on two tablets. Right? This is a pretty remarkable thing. This is pretty amazing. But he's been up there for so long that the people below started worshiping another god. They, built a, they, they, they put together a golden calf Right? Let me see. So now Moses comes down. Hey, it's going to be all right, guy. It's going to be all right. Um, So when they're coming down, they even talk to, uh, Joshua even says, I think I hear a, a war breaking out. And Moses says, well, that's not, a, that's not the sounds of, um, of victory or the sounds of defeat. That's the sound of celebration. And they were. They were dancing and celebrating this golden calf. And so Moses saw the calf and the dancing. And he burned with anger. He threw the stone tablets to the ground. Catch that part. Come here. Let's not play with that. Come here. Yeah. Come here. All right. So, <clears throat> when they came near the camp, Moses saw the calf and the dancing, and he burned with anger. And this is the part that I think a lot of people skip over. He threw the stone tablets to the ground, smashing them at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf, and they made... He took the calf that they had made and he burned it. A lot of people focus on the right that he did there, which he did. And you, need, you guys need to understand that. He, he did the right thing. He went and he burned the calf. He melted it down. ground it into powder. He threw it into the water and he forced the people to drink it. He punished them for what they did. And even after that, he talks about um, his anger you know, he talks, to, he, he talks to Aaron, his brother, and he says, why would you do this? Anyways, but right before that, he took the very thing that he had spent so much time with God that God gave him the Ten Commandments on a stone tablet, and he smashed them. He was so angry that instead of thinking about what he was about to do with the calf, he smashed what God had given him. So I think a lot of times we, we, we don't think sometimes and when we get angry God like will destroy what God's given us right I don't think we understand that sometimes I don't think we understand the severity of it sometimes I'm going to keep going with it but here's Moses and I want to talk to you a little bit about Moses because he really is a remarkable person like he, he really is I mean he's a great leader you're talking about a guy that stood in between God and the people and there's a time when God said, you know what? I've had it with all of them. Moses said, well, time out. Come on. Give him a chance. He fought for, for all of his people. And it was amazing what he did. He was such a leader. 
But his anger cost him. It cost him some things. And th- this right here. And, and I want to show you how simple it is to think first. Okay? Because when we don't think first, we let our emotions go. Go wild. And so here, Moses is throwing the Ten Commandments that God wrote himself on the ground, break them. Can you imagine being in your situation? Like, or being in that situation? Like, you just, I don't know if I could have got to the burn that part. I, could, I don't know if I could have burned it because I would have been like freaking out because I just, I just destroyed what God gave me. Like, and he told me to make sure the whole, make sure everybody knows these. And I just threw, out of anger, I just threw them and broke them. Wow. There's an important lesson, lesson there. Have, has your anger ever caused you to do first and then think later? These are all questions that you need to ask yourself. So next, going into Numbers chapter 20, verses 6 through 11. Moses and Aaron turned away from the people and went to the entrance of the tabernacle where they fell face down on the ground. All right, I'm going to give you a little prelim before that. <clears throat> So Moses and them, they're going to the temple, and they're, and they're going to the temple out of distraught, okay, because the people, once again, have said, Moses, Aaron, why has God forsaken us? He brought us out of Egypt just to, make, just to let us die over here. We're going to die of thirst. They were thirsty. And they're crying out to, to Moses and Aaron. And this is not the first time. It's not the second time. It's, it, I mean... I, there's no telling how many times I have to go back and read it, but they have been relentless, like, just any time they weren't provided for. Crying out, oh, God's forsaken us. I mean, immediately. So Moses and Aaron, they go to the temple and they fall, to the, they fall on their face in the presence of the Lord. Then the, um, the Lord said to Moses, you and Aaron must take the staff and assemble t- the entire community. And People watch, speak to that rock over there, and it will pour out its water. You will provide enough water from the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. So Moses did as he was told. He took the staff from the place where it was kept before the Lord. Then he and Aaron summoned the people to come and gather at the rock. And here he goes. Here's where the angry part comes in. And you can imagine how he said it. He said, listen, you rebels. Must we bring you water from this rock? And here's the part where Moses got a little, his anger issue that we've been experiencing in the last three, the last little points that we've been on this third, this third point. His repeated anger issue. It didn't, it didn't show up all the time. He was a great leader. He did all things pretty good. He was considered righteous. He was a great man of God. He was a mighty man of God. But his, he had a little bit of an anger issue. It didn't show up all the time. Right here, though, once he, God said, speak to the rock over there. And we look here, and it says, Then Moses raised his hand, and he struck the rock twice with his staff. And the water gushed out. So the entire community and their livestock drank their fill. Here's the cool thing. You can't stop God's will. You can't stop it from happening. You can mess it up for yourself, though. You can interpret it the wrong way and go out and do it the way that Justin wants to do. Right? 
See, God can tell us, hey, go do this, and we can go, okay, yeah, no, absolutely, I'm going to do that. And we can mess it up because one person got in our way and, and made us mad. This is Moses who's tasked to set the Egyptians free, who's tasked to, he's, he's been, I mean, if you ever read the book, you know all the feats that he did through God, right? And he was also promised to, to lead his people into this land. In the very next verse, it says, because you didn't trust me, because you were angry, and you didn't think I would do it, and your, your clouded emotions, you and Aaron aren't going to get to go. And here's another crazy thing. Because of one person's anger, both of them didn't get to go. So they all kind of tie in together. See, your anger can cost you what God has in store for you in this life. All right? <clears throat> now, some people, let me get into this. Some people will say, well, you know, um, what's well, okay because, you know, Moses, you know, he got to go be with God. And you're, look, you're absolutely right. All right? I think that that's why Moses handled his business wasn't too concerned with it because he knew where he was going. But I also know that God wants us to live life abundantly. Right? Because you got to understand that. you got to understand that a piece of his heart went, oh, I messed up. There was more that could have happened here. I think that that's a big deal because, you know, sometimes like we get caught up on, well, once I get saved, everything else is, I'm good. I'm good to die. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. We get saved and we change and we do better. And then we have a life on this earth that is more abundant than we could ever imagine. Okay? So what I can see here is that because of anger... It cost Moses a little bit more of what he had in store right here. How many of you have probably missed out on something because maybe you got angry about it? I have. I've missed out a couple of times, I would imagine. Um, That's the sad thing. You know, luckily for Moses, he knows what he missed out on. There's most of us in this room, we probably have no idea what we missed out on. (laughs) Um, anyways the very land that was promised to them they missed out on I don't know about you I don't want to miss out on anything that has in store for me whether it be here or there I don't want to miss out on anything 